Hello, Josh here to answer the two questions that are probably on your mind. Firstly, why is episode 19 of Intech Today almost a week late? Great question. To answer that, I have to go back to last Thursday. The United Kingdom was gripped by a heatwave, both myself and Ed were sweaty, dehydrated and emotional, and rather fitting for a tech podcast, all of our studio technology failed. Our live video stream didn't broadcast, the recorded video corrupted, and the audio recording was only partially saved. To put it simply, we did not have a podcast. Over the last week, we've painstakingly recovered audio from the various failed sources to re-stitch together as much of what remains of episode 19 as we can. We think we have almost all of it, and that's what you'll hear today. And secondly, why am I, Josh, talking to you, the listener, without Ed, before the show starts? Another great question. Well, last week's complete studio failure has forced us to sit down and look at where InTech today is and where it's going. For the last few months, we've built up a loyal audience that keeps coming back every week for more. We love you guys, and we are incredibly grateful for your support. But we know InTech Today isn't yet what it could be. So we're taking a break, retooling the show, and coming back in a few short weeks with a brand new season. Tomorrow's episode, 20, will be the final episode of Season 1. After that, we'll keep you up to date with some short bonus episodes posted wherever you usually listen to us, and in a few weeks we'll be back with the brand new InTech Today 2.0. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy what could be salvaged of episode 19 with me, Josh White, and Ed Swift. We pick up just after the intro, at a point when I'm complaining about the heat and the failing technology that surrounds us. to do with the hanger i think it's the hanger we <laughs> we usually record the video or we stream the video and we record the audio to put out as a podcast later but uh we the the, the tape wasn't rolling um so we've only just started the audio recording so now all we can do is cross our fingers and hope that the video works and we can pull the audio off that if not we'll be back next week for oh episode 19 my god today is the worst it's the heat it really is the heat isn't it shall we start with the heat because i mean this is the thing that's been on our mind all week yeah let's yeah so cuz it's hot josh this is your time. i mean london has been over 30 degrees i mean today is what what was it 26 yeah today was hot enough but for the last Four, is it four or five days in a row? Five. Yeah. Six, mate. No, it was over 30 on Saturday, wasn't it? Saturday was bloody hot too. So yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, five Wednesday. Days. Plus today. So five days over 30 degrees. Um, yeah. Oh, and yeah. In fact, it's so hot. Uh, we're looking across the road and there is a lady. She's just come to her window and she is opening that. She could have opened it further. I'm, I'm surprised she only opened it that yeah, much. Yeah, she opened it about that much. It's not much. So yeah, there's a window behind the camera uh, that's looking straight across the road to... We're on the third level of the building here, and we're looking at the third level across the road. Yeah. And she's only opened the window by about five inches. She's crazy. Um, amazing. But we are talking about the heat. Sorry, yes, we yeah. are. We can, this is the heat. The heat is distracting us Delirium. because it is so damn hot Delirium. in the city right now. We might look quite shiny on the pod, on the, on the video. I I'm think. okay with that. Yeah. The vodcast. I will survive. <laughs> Let's not start singing. I nearly did. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, the heat. So, London. Yes. Is where we are. Yes. And it's a big city. 
It is. Uh, in London proper, you're looking at about 9 million people. In London and the suburbs, you're looking at close to 15 million people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people. Uh, and because there's a lot of people, it's not really a driving city. No. Well, no. No. Uh, it's, a, it's a public transport city. Exactly. There's, yeah. And every summer, the Tube, which is what we call uh, the Metro for our European listeners, uh, the Subway for our American listeners, yep. or that thing that we don't really have yet for our listeners in Australasia. Um, <laughs> that feels like a train, but isn't really. No, it comes more regularly, smaller. And it comes uh, on time. Feels most of the more time. plasticky. Um, <laughs> no, so the Tube is the underground rail network in London. Mm hmm. And every summer, it gets so, so hot during a heat wave down there. So hot. And we're kind of going to go into the technical reasons for that today, yep. because it's a technological thing that the tube heats up so much that um, I think in summer, on average, it's 10 degrees warmer down there than it is on the surface. So if it's 34 degrees on the surface, it's 44 degrees on the trains. That's why every time you walk into a tube station here, you see a giant post saying, make sure you carry water yeah. with you because it is so hot yeah. in there. It's also the only public transport network I've ever been on where there are regular announcements saying, if you feel unwell, get off the train because yeah. it's the only public transport network that can make you feel unwell. Um, <laughs> so the reason for it um, is, first of all, we need to separate the tube into really, it really is two different systems. Um, you've got the subsurface system and the deep level system. Yep. And the subsurface system, it lives on the district line, which is one of the subsurface the lines. The wonderful green district line. So the, the subsurface system consists of the district line, the circle line, the metropolitan line, and the Hammersmith and city line. And it's called the subsurface system because it's just below the surface. It's yep. subsurface, just below street level. They built it by digging trenches. Uh, and this is back in the 1800s. They dug trenches under the street uh, laid the tracks, and then covered the street back over. So it's not really a tunnel. It's more like just the road's a bridge on top. Yeah. Um, and But there's also regular spaces. When you're traveling on it, you see regular flashes of daylight because it was steam. It <laughs> so was an underground railway that was steam. To, yeah. So they needed to vent the steam out of this <laughs> awful... Und- it's electric now, by the way. It's not steam anymore. Thank goodness Thankfully. for that. But... Can only imagine what that would have been like today, getting yeah. to work or yesterday. Exactly. Um, so they, they, they built that basically before electricity was a thing, mm-hmm. uh, hence why it was steam. Then electricity came along and they started building the deep level lines because what the companies that were building the tube realized was uh, they could go a long way underground uh, and just tunnel without having to dig. You've just got people, it's like mining. You're yeah. digging a tunnel along underground. Uh, so and, they, and these were like people actually With doing spades, it. It, yeah. it wasn't like it is today where they just yeah. like drive a tunnel boring machine through. oh no it's well literally people digging a hole in saying that though they had like an early tunnel boring machine called the and this is this is the the transport nerd in me coming out but it was called the great You're head shield the what sorry the great head shield nice. um and that was basically a big ring that they would push forward through the earth and then dig out in the middle of this ring. Ooh. So that was kind of like the early tunnel boring machine. Yeah. So it was a big ring and there were dudes in the middle with spades. And tunnel boring machines today are big circles with it's electronic just, spades in exactly. the middle, I guess. Rotating yeah. spades. Yeah. Um, so, so no, that, so what they started doing, now they realize we've got electricity, so we no longer need steam trains. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to be so shallow. We can go deeper. It'll be cheaper. Um, but then they deeper thought we can make it even cheaper by making the tunnels uh, no, okay, let's go back a little bit. Um, if we're going to go deep, we need to figure out a way to ventilate the tunnels because we can't have these gaps like we do on the subsurface lines. Yeah. 
And then they thought, right, well, we can make the tunnels really small, mm-hmm. I think they're 12 feet diameter usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we make the tunnels really small so that the train fills up almost all of the tunnel, then we've got the trains acting as pistons in the tunnels. And then we'll design the stations in such a way that all walkways and escalator shafts and lift shafts are round, allowing air to be pushed to and from the surface, which is why when you're in a tube station from the ticket hall down the escalators to the platform, there's so much wind because that's how it's ventilated. That also explains why I, I, I did not realize that was the reason they were all round. I thought it was just like, yeah, eh, no, just... everything's round to allow airflow. And actually in some stations now they have problems with airflow because they put up so much signage and cables and other things in this round space. Mm. But that's why the tube is so breezy. <laughs> like, that makes sense. It's so much wind blowing. So, that, <laughs> so the trains are the pistons pushing the air around and they thought this will be fine. This will ventilate it fine uh, and it'll be great but over the last hundred plus years i mean the tube is over 150 now i think isn't it yeah but so over the last over a century we've had a problem so on most days the tube runs from about 5 a.m to about 1 a.m yeah leaving a four hours overnight for maintenance uh, where the trains aren't running Mm. um now trains have engines on board Mm -hmm. engines create heat Yes. Um, these are the facts. You run trains on these tracks through these tunnels for 20 hours a day. Mm-hmm. The tunnels are made of metal. Yeah. They absorb the heat. Mm-hmm. Four hours a night, you don't have trains running. The tunnels cool down a little bit, but not enough. So basically, over the last hundred years, the tube tunnels have been very slowly heating up by about 0.4 degrees or something every year. Mm-hmm. And so, they never cool down. So what you're saying is that whenever I've been to, say, a Bakerloo line station, yeah. it's hot. It's always going to be hotter than it was the year before. Yeah. And say 20 years ago, you may have been able to go down there yeah. in, the, in the height of summer and be relatively cool. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what I'm saying, yeah, is that it's every year the tube gets hotter because this ventilation system that they designed where the trains are actually creating ventilation, mm. it, it's not good enough. <laughs> it's not working. Um, and this is only on, of course, those deep level lines. On the subsurface lines, it's got very good ventilation because it it's was steam. Gaps. And because the tunnels are huge on mm. the subsurface lines because it wasn't a piston system, they could build big tunnels, uh, they can air condition the trains. And this is the question everyone has. This is the technical thing I'm getting to. Okay. Th- Every heat wave, you hear a lot of complaints of, why can't they just air condition the trains? Now I've got to go to the principles of air conditioning. What air conditioning does is it takes, say, a hot room such as this, and it extracts the hot out of the room, replaces it with cool air, and it expels the hot air outside. And that's the air conditioning vent that you see on the outside of buildings and things like that. If you did that on the trains on the deep level lines, you would, yeah, you'd extract the hot air from the carriages, cool them down, and then you'd blow that hot air out into the hot tunnels and hot stations. So things would get even hotter than they are. Yeah. So, yeah, the tunnels would become dangerous. They already are quite hot, but they would become dangerously hot. Mm. So that's why you can't air condition the tube. So, Transport for London, yep. which runs the tube, for at least 15 years, I think, have been looking for ways to cool these deep lines because they are just getting hotter and hotter. I commute on them every day, the northern line specifically. It's colored black on the map because it is... Yeah, it's burnt. Yeah. It's awful down there. The central line's red because it it's is red hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. The Piccadilly line is a nice royal blue to fool you into a false sense of security. <laughs> um, 
But so they've gone through a few different ideas um, at Victoria Station and one other on the Victoria Line platforms. Uh, they are trialing a water heat exchange system with his big pipes above the platform, and they're pumping uh, cold water down through these pipes in the hope that that cold water will absorb some of the heat mm. and then take it away. Uh, because they can't air condition the whole station. It's, yeah. it, you, it, it's not possible. No, because you can't air condition. The station's not sealed. There's a tunnel running through it. It's you like know, running so. air conditioning in a room. And yeah. we're leaving the window open. Yeah, so you could technically air condition the whole tube, mm. but are you going to accept that tax increase? That would be billions no. upon billions no, upon I'm, billions I, of pounds. My tube fee is already high enough. Exactly. It's yeah. So yeah, so they're trying they're trialing uh, that sort of water heat exchange system. Um, they've installed in the last few years those massive blue jet fans. Uh, that you see around the place that mm. uh, are just in sort of area pockets of stations that get really hot. They've got these huge blue flan, flans. Flans. Oh, yum. yum. <laughs> mm, I like a blue flan when I catch the tube. Huge blue fans that just blast you with air as you walk past, which is nice, but it doesn't actually cool things. It just blows air around. Yeah. Um, and then TFL have come out and said that the next train, the next batch of trains they're ordering for these lines, which will be uh, introduced from, I think, about 2022, Something 2023. Like that. yeah, yeah. That's the next big upgrade of yeah. four deep tube lines. And they'll progressively uh, roll them out over those four or five lines, if you count Waterloo and City, yeah. uh, over the 10 years after that. And the specification for these trains uh, says that they will be air-conditioned, mm -hmm. and it says that they will be... Uh, You'll be able to walk through the whole train, just like you can do with um, the district line. Yeah, but that but that's another uh, thing that you can't do on these deep trains at the moment. The reason you can't walk through the whole train is because at the ends of the carriages are big windows that you open to allow air to just <laughs> blast through the carriage in a bid to cool it down. And if you could walk through the whole thing, there's no gap for the window to blast the carriage with air. So, yeah. so it's interesting that TFL says they want to air condition the trains, um, and they'll be doing that in the next sort of five six years. Mm -hmm. And we still don't know what's going to happen to the stations. Yeah, there's. Yeah. So I, I always thought that, that like part of like they're doing this big tube, deep tube line upgrade. Yeah, which include I I thought they were going to look at the stations as well on how to. Yeah, well the the um the other problem they face is I think it was about ten years ago now TFL uh, installed. Uh, cooling fans at some of the really hot stations and a bit to, you know, exhaust fans yeah. that would basically just... Take the air up to the yeah, surface. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th but the problem they have is that fans obviously make a noise. Yeah. Uh, and people... Tube stations are already noisy as they are. People have houses near tube stations. Mm. Um, so they weren't able to have the fans on overnight when there's no trains running which is when they would want to take all the hot air out. Because they would cool it out a lot quickly. But more quickly. because the residents complained about the noise. So <sighs> the solutions they come up with aren't might work, but they aren't always able to be implemented. So yeah, I, what I'm getting at is we face this huge problem in London that this transport system that we all rely on so much is going to be hotter than mercury mm. uh, in a few years' time. Like, if it keeps going this way, in about 20 years, you just won't be able to go down there in summer. It'll yeah. be awful. Uh, a, a solution that is both affordable and effective hasn't been figured out. Uh, TFL are committed to putting on new trains with air conditioning without a solution as to how we're going to cool down the stations. Mm -hmm. And it's all just going to be terrible. That's my... That's my bit. What are your, what's your thoughts, Ed? Well, that sounds like a lot of good news for the future of London.
You better keep that flat on the district line. Yeah. Stay cool, guys, because we're bloody melting in the studio. If right you've now. got any ideas on how to cool the tube, uh, tweet us, and we will pass them on to the mayor <laughs> uh, when he uh, is on the show. Not next week. Not even next month. But one day. One day. Mayor we'll... Sadiq Khan. We'll get him on here. But, uh, yeah, seriously, if you've got any bright ideas that haven't been thought of, we'd love them because my commute is awful. Yeah. So you would have seen all in the news in the last few... I'm, I'm just going to go back to that point earlier. It is still very hot in the Studio B. I'm just oh giving you God. an update. Welcome back. Um, if you're watching the video, sorry for the show. Yeah, that, that is helpful. Yeah. That is helpful. Yeah, this is this is this does not make for a good podcast. No, we're is, just we're fanning each other. That by is going to make a great listening. viral video clip. Though. God. <laughs> hey, would any? Uh, I mean, I, I'll do anything for a bigger audience. Again, we're delusional because of the heat. Um, so hot. You may have seen in the news a lot about Uber. And you're probably wondering, well, why? Why are they in the news this time? I mean, <laughs> it seems like every few months there is some story about Uber and someone's not happy. Yeah. Um, in the past, it's been that uh, taxi drivers, you know, your traditional London black cabbies, yeah. are not happy because Uber is taking their business. And they're saying, yeah. well, they need to be regulated, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I mean, I, that, that was an argument I could certainly understand. Mm. Um, I mean, if some company came along and said, you know what, we're just going to start randomly contracting out people who aren't fully qualified to do tech podcasts and they're going to do it cheaper. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd be annoyed. I'd be annoyed. Yeah. I'd be annoyed. Well, I don't know how you, how you can do it cheaper than us. I mean... <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you're not going to spend all your budget on a Mevo camera, that's for sure. Wait, are, oh. you, wait, are you on salary? Oh, wow, this is awkward. Um, yes, uh... I mean, we, we value your contribution here, Ed, but, you know, the budget just doesn't stretch that far. Um, pick well, up a goodie bag on your way out, though, will you? Oh, there's goodie bag? Okay, I'll take that as payment. That's fine. That's uh, all good. Um, anyway, they've been in the news lately because yeah. of uh, Travis Kalanick. Uh, he's their chief... Well, so that, is that, that's how you pronounce his surname, is it? Because in my mind, I've gone through Kalanick, Kalanick... Kalalalalalalanik. I mean, it could be anything. Again, the heat is making us delusional today. <laughs> Travis Kalanick. That sounds Let's right. Let's call him Kalanick yeah. because he, it, it looks how... Anyway, he's the guy T-Cal. T-Cal. Good old TK. Does that work? Yeah. 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 Uh, TK. Anyway, he founded the Uber um, at many, many years ago and yep. he's finally stepped down in the last in the last week or so. Um, he's faced pressure from investor, uh, investors. He's had months and months of uh, scandals and stumbles. He's really been, you know, he's he's fought it every, every step of the way yeah. but he's finally obviously seen that yeah, maybe it's time to... <laughs> maybe public opinion isn't quite on my side. Yeah. The reason he's resigned um, from this is uh, a lot of pressure um, because of a uh, complaint um, in fact, it was a blog post from a former Uber engineer. Um, allegations of sexual harassment and discrimination, claims mm-hmm. that management repeatedly dismissed her complaints, uh, claims that they protected a repeat offender and threatened to fire her, this former Uber engineer, yeah. for raising these concerns. This is from Susan Fowler. Um, and, you know, it, it it has had its issues. The company has actually launched, did launch an investigation back in February. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a former U.S. Attorney General, Eric Holder, yeah. that was actually running that investigation. So, you know, the company, they did say, okay, well, look, we're going to take this seriously. We're going to look into it. We're going to find out what's going on. But, you know, tra- TK, as we're calling him now, has faced a lot of controversy, especially over the last few years. I mean, um, it was in February 2014. Uh, he faced a backlash because he made a sexist joke about his increasing desirability. He told a reporter, oh. we call that booba. 
That was the quote. We he called told, that sorry, Uber. He told a reporter that. Yeah, a it wasn't reporter. just so, like like an offhand comment in the kitchen. Might have been overheard. It was, he told that to a reporter. Wow. Um, the company. I mean, the company's faced other ways of uh, you know has faced controversy in other ways. They've um, they faced accusation that they booked thousands of fake rides on Lyft, which is a competitor over in the US. I don't think they've got Lyft here yet. No, don't not know. yet. No, but it's it's seen sort of seen. I think the general consensus among. Um, or of its public image in the US is it's I think it's a little cheaper than Uber. Uh, it's certainly friendlier. Like I said, it's just a more fun Uber, whereas Uber's sort of the more professional mm. sort of service. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they were also weren't they also looking into um, drivers that were trying to sign that were signed up on both platforms, and or is that something that I may have seen on a fake news website once? <laughs> that sounds familiar, but I could have been reading the same fake news website, uh, yeah. and I'm not prepared enough to make any. Any claims uh, like that? Substantial claims uh, while we're recording. No, sorry. Yeah. On top of that, I mean, they've they had the they gave a go at self driving cars. Yeah. It failed. Yeah. Um, they blamed they first blamed the red light issues. Cars running red lights. Oh yeah. Human error. Um, but then there were claims that actually those statements were false and the technology <laughs> failed. Yep. Um, they had to settle. They pay a twenty million dollar settlement about allegations that the company duped people into driving with false promises about earnings. That was in the U.S. Yep. That sounds um, about right. In January. Gig economy. Yep. In January this year. Remember all those protests outside the airport after the yes, uh, Trump yep, travel ban? Yep. Um, so th- they were taxi drivers, weren't they, were, were protesting this as well? Yep. Yeah. Um, so all the taxi drivers, basically everyone was protesting outside the airport, and yep. the taxis were saying, we're not going to pick anyone up. We're, we're yeah, going to protest. part of the protest, yeah. yeah. Um, they, Uber, and to be honest, in Uber's, in fairness, Uber's surge pricing does come on automatically. So there's yeah, probably ways yeah, they can yeah, stop yeah. it. But it does come on automatically, and usually and they they actually refund that surge yeah. pricing um, a lot of the time. But it, it obviously still riles a lot of people. So when all the taxis were protesting, um, 500,000 uni- users reportedly deleted their accounts yeah. after that, um, and this big hashtag delete Uber campaign kicked off. Yep. Um, there's been the sexual harassment scandal, which I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, a lawsuit from Google, company Wonderful. Alphabet, uh, that claims that uh, Uber actually stole some of its tech, uh, technology. In fact, they called it "quote calculated theft." Yeah, that was um, that was the, with self-driving cars, wasn't it? Yeah. They, they claim that they stole because uh, Google's been testing self-driving cars for years yep. and years. Um, so that yeah, that don't don't steal other people's stuff. Well, that being said, that that is still an ongoing case. Yeah. So oh yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. advice. Don't steal other people's stuff. Uh, stuff, but yeah. we'll have to yeah, see yeah, how this to case us, TK. unfolds. Um, CEO TK was yeah. caught on camera arguing with his own Uber driver once. Oh, you're kidding. Um, who complained about the difficulty making a living with the company's declining rates. So he decided to be like, no, 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 no. Some people don't like to take responsibility for their own SH1T. Um, Sorry, he was swearing at one of his contractors. One of his. his, uh, I don't want to say employees because Uber does not employ people. Uh, So you know he's got in trouble with that. Um, There was a report that a group of senior employees, including TK, uh, visited an escort and karaoke bar in Seoul in 2014. Oh, nice! Uh, That came out in uh, 2017, and uh, which that also led to an HR complaint from a female marketing manager. Yep. Reports they spied on people underpaying drivers uh, in May. 20 employees were fired in June after an investigation into sexual harassment claims and workplace culture. Um, Reports also revealed that a top Uber executive had obtained the medical records of a woman who was raped by an Uber driver, um, allegedly to cast doubt upon the victim's account. 
Oh. So it hasn't been going well for good old TK. I'm quite angry, actually. This is that's just so much stuff. I know so much stuff. Um, earlier this month, he did take a leave of absence, uh, an indefinite leave oh, of absence. Yeah, sorry, yeah, just took him till now, till yeah. June 2017. Exactly. Years after the, all these all this stuff started happening. That came Jesus. at the same time that the company released their damning report on workplace culture. Yeah. Um, and that recommended that Uber should quote review and reallocate the CEO's responsibilities. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd say that's probably a good idea. And then the last couple of days, he's finally actually decided to take the plunge and say, nah, you know what, I'm actually going to just go. Yeah, good idea, Travis. Yeah. Um, I've got to be honest. That, that I mean, over the last few years, it's it's almost like every, every couple of months you hear about another Uber scandal involving Travis, but it's a bit drip-fed. Yeah. To hear it all in a list like that. It doesn't, look, it doesn't make good reading. It doesn't paint a very good picture of the company, does it? I mean, it? to be honest, I I use Uber every night to get home from work. Right. And I have had no problems with them at all. I, you know, I do find them cheaper than a traditional yeah. taxi. They're tradition, They're cheaper than the uh, car service that the company uses as well. Yep. So, you know, from a price point of view, it's, it is good for yeah. the consumer. But obviously that does, you know, pose issues for the contractors when they're... True, right, you know, true. They've got a... You know, there there are have been those claims that they're actually underpaying their employees or well, contractors. Yeah. Sorry, it's yeah. Well, and, and it and like you say, it does, it does raise issues. I when I've used Uber, I think almost every Uber driver I've ever uh, been in a car with, I've asked them about about the work, and they've all told me that they're happy with the pay and the work's good and they like the flexibility. But then uh, there is an incentive for them not to whinge about the company because I need to rate them at the end of the trip. Yeah. Uh, and if their rating falls below a certain threshold, I think it's 4.2 out it's, of 5 it's stars not, or something. It's not too high. Um, oh, sorry, then, it's not that low. Yeah, then, they, then they stop getting any custom. But there is also uh, the allegations that Uber is, I mean, you say it's cheaper, but... Uber still hasn't turned a profit, and they're nowhere near turning a profit. And I know that's normal for Silicon Valley. If you're a mm. tech company, you just keep getting investment in and you just keep constantly uh, pumping money into various initiatives to try and build the company, and you don't turn a profit for years. Mm. But there is uh, a lot of talk that Uber is keeping its prices artificially low, basically subsidizing those cheap rides that we all enjoy, mm. to kill the taxi industry in a bid to maim its competitors like Lyft in the US. Mm -hmm. And then when Uber really is the only game in town, up go the prices. So that's a concern as well. And again, this is all alleged. We don't have a microphone inside the Uber boardroom to hear what they're discussing and what exactly. their long-term plans are. But, I mean, it, it, as a business, Uber would be stupid not to raise the prices when they reach monopoly status. So that, that will happen. I can mm. almost... Put money that is, on. of course, if they get to monopoly status next. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But they, I mean, they certainly seem to be working towards it. So that that's a concern too. But my God, Travis, what are you doing, man? Well, he's now gone. <sighs> you, you, you can't make it up, can you? That's no. a that's a laundry list of scandals. That is. I mean, um, you know, you hear about it every so often, as you, as you point out. Yeah. You know, you hear about something happening with TK or Uber. And it's like, oh, okay, Uber again. But when you actually look through the list from the last few years, it does <laughs> add up. Damning. Yeah. And it's time for the Techno Dinosaur. Before we do that, an update on the heat in oh, Studio yes, B. Oh, yeah, sorry. Heat update. It's still hot. Um, I think we're almost reaching uh, bloody hot yep. levels and of heat. And the person across the road has actually shut their window. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Is she? Oh, God. I know. She's not. Who lives across the road? Maybe she's got air conditioning. I mean, I, I really doubt it. 
Anyway. The building's <laughs> about 120 years old. It's so expensive to air condition. Shall we carry on? Um, yes. Yeah, so again, heat, delusional. Heat, yes. You know, the, you know the drill. Yes. Uh, so it's time for the Techno Dinosaur. Our friend Michelle, who's terrible with technology, asks us a question every week, and we do our best to answer it. We this haven't week, told her to turn it off and on yet. No. I don't well, she hasn't so. presented us with a problem that would... That, that, that's, uh, One day that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, this week it's a question about roaming with your phone. That we, we talked did, about this a few weeks ago, didn't we? We did, we did. But there's still, and I'm, uh, talking to my friends, there's still some sort of nuances and things that need clarif- clarifying, I think, mm. because um, it's not the simplest policy to understand. No. So here's, uh, here's Michelle. Okay, so O2 have told me that I can now use my phone abroad without incurring any roaming charges. Is this true or is there a catch? So... For the benefit of our investigation, where do you normally travel, Michelle? I normally travel um, usually in Europe, France or Italy, uh, but I sometimes go see my sister in Switzerland as well. Okay. Okay. That's a very good question, Michelle. Um, it is true. It is true. Uh, the As we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, um, the EU have said, and it's been in the pipeline for a few years now, yeah. and it finally There's kicked been in. been a lot a couple- of wrangling between networks as to who pays what, I think. And yeah. they just None of them wanted to play ball, basically until Brussels said, look, guys, you're going to have to play ball, and you either make the rules yourselves or we'll make the rules up. So, And there are good reasons yeah. why this is so important, which when you listen to the podcast, I think it was 17, yeah. um, you'll be yes, able to was, find out was. why. Episode 17. Yeah. Um, so yes, it is true. You can use your country, use your phone uh, in a lot of countries um, without having to pay extra for roaming charges. Uh, basically, what Brussels said. I think Ed just said a very naughty. Word. Yeah, I know. We're going to edit that out, right? No. <laughs> it's totally I've done the in there. I've done the traditional news, you know. I was slip up. juggling in my mind whether to mention it, but I just couldn't. Let that I was going to carry on and avoid it. No, no. Ed said a naughty <laughs> word. Put that in the Christmas tape. Yeah, Christmas. Edit it out of this, but we'll save it for the Christmas time. Oh, but then I'm gonna have to edit the video. Nah, it's staying in, Ed. It's totally staying in. Well, now we've t- well, now we've dwelled. Yeah, on we've this. highlighted it. We have super we've highlighted this. We've made it so much worse, and that makes me so happy. It's oh, all right. One day you're gonna slip up, and we'll be able. To One do. day, God, I slip up daily. Man. <laughs> I just don't have a camera on me all the time. So, Michelle, <laughs> it yes. is true. You can use your phone in all EU countries, and yes. European economic area countries without paying roaming charges. Yes. So what that means is you can use your data on your plan without having to pay extra, and you can, and it counts towards your allowance. You yep. can use your calls on your plan. You can use your texts on your plan. Yep. There are some caveats. Yep. Um, they do have a fair use rule, um, and this applies in two ways. So, for example, if you have a UK phone, but you spend you know two months, maybe it's three months straight in one other, in another country. I think it's it's measured on more than half your time over a three month period. Yeah. So, like, if if you do split your time evenly between two countries, you're going to be okay. Yeah. But if you spend more than half your time in the country where your home network isn't based, then they're going to go like, yeah. yeah you're flouting yeah. the rules a little bit. The reason is is so you don't find a cheap phone contract in one country and then just use that wherever you are, yeah. wherever you're actually living. Which so is that, totally fair. It's totally fair. The other thing is they have fair use on data usage. So, yeah. um, you know, if you've got an unlimited data plan, and they are getting rarer, 
Let's be yeah. honest, you well, can't, you I can't did ask, find them. I did ask Michelle. She's only got one gigabyte. Okay, so this but, isn't really going to yeah. apply to you. But she said that's enough for her. So she, Obviously, she does nothing on her phone. Yeah. But, you know, that's fine. If you do have an unlimited data plan, they do have a 12 gigabyte limit. So once yeah. you get over 12 gigabytes, it's, like, it's basically this clause that says, yeah, if you're not user, if you're you know a high volume user, we're going to have to start charging yeah. you for roaming charges. However, it isn't that much in the grand scheme of things. It's something like seven or eight pounds per gigabyte. Euros. Seven euros seventy per gigabyte, so it's even less than pounds. Oh, I was, yeah. I was thinking about it the other way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing seven, the conversion the wrong way. Um, seven euros seventy per gigabyte, and then over the next eighteen months, that's coming down to about two euros twenty, I think. Yeah, so it's going to get and cheaper. If you're, so cheaper. you know, so even it's not going to be super high expensive volume, if you need it's it. Yeah. An issue. Yeah. Um, of course, the other issue is you mentioned your sister in Switzerland. Now, now this is this is where it gets a bit grey. So Switzerland as you may know, is not part of the EU, is not part of the e, uh, European Economic Area. No. It is part... It's part of Schengen. It's part of the Schengen and area. And it has bilateral treaties with the EU in terms of keeping the border open, but it's specifically not an EEA member. It's a bit of a special case. I didn't want to say basket case, special case. Um, so what that means is it's not actually covered by this agreement. Some mobile networks will let you use it in Switzerland because they've reached agreements by themselves with the networks in yep. Switzerland. But it's not a legal thing. So if you're traveling to Switzerland or there's other non-EU countries uh, around the place, like, at the, I, I mean, um, I'm, I think places like the Channel Islands aren't technically the EU. They're mm. part of uh, the United Kingdom, the United Kingdom dependency. Mm. But they're not. Again, the the wording gets really complicated. They may not be a dependency. There might be something else. But um, they're not technically part of the EU. Uh, and, and just like uh, Greenland, which is part of Denmark, but is not part of the EU. Mm. So yeah, you got to be careful with those sorts of cases. Yeah. So the key thing is do check with your telco to find, figure yeah. out which countries they're they're offering as roaming free. Yeah. Um, the countries that you do have to watch out for are Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, because they're not part of the EEA. Um, and some of those other countries in the EEA which which aren't in the EU, like Norway. Yeah. Liechtenstein. And there's one more, and I can't remember which one it is. Uh, the Vatican City. Uh, I think Although I'm, I think if you're in the Vatican, you're I going to be counts. connected to an Italian mobile network. I don't yep. think the Vatican has its own network. Iceland. That's the other one. Iceland, not the yes, supermarket. The country. No. Oh, I really want to go to Iceland right now. It must be really cool. Just lie yeah. down in their freezer. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So do check with your telco. Those ones Always. are That's coming. That's good advice, really, anyway. Before yeah. you go traveling, is check with your telco to see uh, what the deal is, where you're going. Exactly. Yeah. But those three specifically, they're not technically part of the deal yet with uh, with Brussels. Right. However, they say it will fall in line very shortly. Okay. So, so watch the space there and check w- with your telco. W- working out the loose ends. Yeah. Great. And if you've got questions we really do want to hear them um don't we yes yeah and that, well <laughs> I, I was thinking that's that's sort of in the uh that we, we're allowed to say things okay, twice all right, we'll say it twice. All right mr producers while he presents it's the heat god the heat. no seriously though we we, we do want we to do. help you out with your technology so twitter's the best place yep at Pod. and we've got our own accounts but you can hear about tweet those. us facebook us get in touch yeah. we're more than happy to answer your questions as well yeah we do like to hear from listeners. We really, really do. We do. We, re- um, we just get in touch with us, please. You okay? No. Oh. Yeah, I'm fine. It's the heat. I'm so fine.
And that's all the time we've got. Just a this quick week. update on the on the on heat. The heat yep. yep, sorry, just before we go, uh, we are still in Studio B and it is still hot and I think it's gained like a couple of degrees Celsius. Probably because we're giving off heat just like a tube train. Exactly. And there's no ventilation. Half a degree every year. Uh, every minute more like. <laughs> um, yeah. We, hope you, we look, hope you have enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah. Don't forget you can follow us on social media um, at, at Intech Today Pod on Twitter. Uh, search for Intech Today on Facebook. Check out our website, intech.today. And do get in touch. Yeah. Uh, and of course, if you want to hear more about Transport for London's new travel bots, which you can chat with to find out about the next bus, uh, BT's new terabit connections that none of us are seeing, scratching hard drives, or just me having a rant about Instagram, um, <laughs> you can listen to last week's episode, uh, episode 18. It's as a podcast, or it's actually on YouTube as well, if you fancy that, yeah. We haven't got many YouTube views, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm going to be here next, well, maybe not this specific studio, but I'm going to be somewhere next week doing this show. Are you going to be around? If I haven't died of heat stroke, then Ooh, yes, I'll I still mean, be touch, here. Touch wood, touch wood. Jeez. Let's not, let's, let's keep the heat uh, friendly. Okay. Let's keep friendly with the heat. And let's yeah. open the window. Yeah. We'll see you next week. If you have any questions or if your technology is making you feel like a bit of a dinosaur, do get in touch with us on Twitter. Episode hosting and sponsorship provisioning for this show is provided by Blog Talk Radio. To supercharge your podcast hosting and get the right advertisers for your show, see intech.today slash blogtalkradio. Intech Today is a production of Parktown Studios in hot, hot London. Woo!